One two, one two. Right, it's on the ball. We're back. Mr. Hitman T. What are you saying? Stepping in. Wow. Edge it down a little bit. How are you, sir? Very good, my brother. How are you? Not bad. Um, off the back of a 4-0 win last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's been a, um, it's been, it's been quite a, quite a while, man. We missed a few results, haven't we? Yeah, We've yeah. missed the United nine 0 We've missed um, quite a few things, haven't it's we? The, it's all this, all this Fifth Friday fiasco, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. All of that. All of that. All of that, mate. So, got a very special guest inside this week. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do the introductions, Mr. Tigger? We'll do that. We'll do that. But before we get into that, before no, nah, let them know. Let them know straight up. We'll get it. We'll get him on in a minute. Let's but. let's let's get um let's let's sort out our mic for him, please. Have we got the other mic? Engineer, engineer, yo, engineer, hurry up, engineer, hurry up. <laughs> oh, oh, large up J beats inside. Yo, yeah, and I know it's a free man. I work. <laughs> yes, all tight Logan Sama in the building. How you mean? We're gonna be doing up chattings. Large up the Hammers fans as well, cause you know what? Like it's been a good time for you lot, innit? So Logan's gonna be here representing you lot, and we're gonna be going through all of this, what's good in football and all of what's bad in football at yeah. the moment. We've also got to be asking the question as well, but we, I don't think we discussed during the week, Tiggs. Is, is, is Moyes, we're going to have to discuss, is, is Moyes an elite manager? We're going to have to discuss this. We're going to have this. to discuss this. We're going to have to discuss this. Yeah. Right. Well, we got our, have we got our third microphone live and... Nah, we, we ain't, you know, we, we ain't. We ain't. Hmm. Who do you support, Jay? No, really, though. All right. All right. <laughs> a bit of large up, Jay, though. What was that? That was Champions League. Was that Champions League final, Jay? Large up, Jay Beats, man. Big up, Jay Beats. That's big, you know. I remember I was... I was... He could have got a shape up with that, but big him up anyway. <laughs> I, think I, was watching, I think I was watching it with my dad. I was like, that's my pal. That's my pal's music. There. Mad thing. Yo. Yes, people. So, oi, who you lot got the weekend? Uh, we got Newcastle this week. Sunday? Yeah. 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 We got Newcastle this yeah. week. Yeah, we'll, we'll be touching on that. Bruce oh, yeah. is inside. Oh, oh, we got, oh, we got a North. Oh, we got a North and East fan. London derby here. We got Tottenham versus West Ham this week as well. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I don't know which way that's going, but Harry Kane's back, so 
I think, I think, um, yeah, who knows? Who it's going to be a good game. Definitely a good definitely game. Definitely going to be a good game. Definitely a good game. Definitely. More because of where like West Ham are at now and where Spurs have dropped down too. So it's really more of a must-win game for Spurs. Maybe more than, there's more pressure on Spurs than there is West Ham. Definitely. Hey? Yeah, yeah. What was the score last time? Three all. Oh yes! Oi, oi. <laughs> we're gonna be t- definitely gonna be talking about. Um, yeah. What well, I hang about? Were Tottenham three 0 up in that game? He was three 0 up at home. Yeah, it was. It, it was a techie game. That game. It was a techie game. It was. But we're gonna be talking about the signing of the season this week as well because we got a West Ham fan in here. And we definitely know that Suchek is one of the signings of the season. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about the signing of the season. Most definitely. But let's just get these technicals sorted so we can start. Man said share the mic. It's coronavirus. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but all right. Yeah. Yeah, pressure. Pressure. So we got Southampton early kickoff. By the way, Pre- like I What's hate that twelve thirty on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I hate them. I hate them because if you lose, that's your weekend fucked, isn't it? That's that's it all gone. Definitely. So yeah. Sorry, guys. A few technicals. Don't worry, man. If you're locked in, locked on. Don't worry. We're gonna have the we're gonna have the ten at ten. Yeah. So if you don't know. We're gonna, Get to know. We're going to interview our guest. Well, question our guest. We're going to have uh, a quiz. I large up DOK for the last two as well. Yeah, big up DOK and Bruiser for the last two. Oh, always a lovely intro. Legends. Oh, yeah. We've got the game on now. What's the score over there, Lokes? Ooh. They're hitting, they're hitting form as well, uh, Wolves. I'll be honest. Say that again. Oh, by you. Yo. Uh, own goal by Meslier. Wow, wow, wow. You know, I know that's going to be affecting quite a few people's dream teams at the moment because Leeds are on a double game week this week, aren't they? Yeah, see, I haven't, I haven't even looked at my... It was only until about, probably about midday today I knew there was a game tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think me and Logan established this yesterday. There was a game tonight. Because we were saying there was no Friday night football, right? Yeah, like, I, I, we were saying this, weren't we? Like, they brought Friday night football in two seasons ago. It was meant to be a big thing for, for TV, getting yeah. the, the TV games, making it a big thing. Friday night matches, go down a pub, go out afterwards, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then when we had the lockout and the restart, we didn't really have any games on Friday. There's, like, Friday games have been quite a rarity, I think, yeah. this season. Because there's, there's, but yeah, they, they have every game's on TV anyway. It so. come like once every six weeks. There's yeah. been like a Friday game. Because they try to put the Friday games on to give more games for TV. Yeah. And now TV's got everything. It's anyway, probably because so. of European football. Maybe it's got something to do with. Well, that. no, because they're going to do it anyway, weren't they? Before, so. Yeah, but it wasn't going to be. Was it? Was it going to be an every week Friday thing? I think it was a regular thing. I don't know if it was every week, but it was certainly uh, a more regular than it is now. Yeah. Yeah. It's entertaining, like as well. We was touching on it on um, previous like shows about how it's like World Cup season all the time. 
where you've got a yeah. game every other ga- like and it's like back to back yeah. to back games as yeah. well. Like you could sit there for six hours a day. On and a this Saturday. is unprecedented. I'll, where yeah, I'll be honest, this this fixture list is outrageous. I yeah. feel like I feel like I'm. I don't know what it's like for you, man, for your teams, but I feel like I get to watch my team play every week. Yeah, twice a week. Question. Question. Do you think that they should have allowed the five subs? Yeah. Well, yeah. To carry yeah. on. Yeah, I do. I enjoyed it. Like, I don't. I don't think it gives that like way too much of an advantage for the bigger teams because well, I think it helps the the lesser teams rotate their squad as well. Facts. Because like for for us, for example. We know that every game you probably want to bring Antonio off after 70, 80 minutes because yeah. his hamstrings, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But so that's that's Xing out one sub already, regardless of tactics, injuries, nothing. So that's having access. So and we've obviously ain't got a massive squad. So I've for freeze us, your squad earlier. Your squad's all right. It's is very good. We've I think got that's a lot why, of. I think that's why you are where squad. you are because you you've got players. Look, when you lot have been struggling, guys that are coming off the bench or who ain't necessarily like starters every week mm. doing a job yeah. and that's the difference I think for you lot this, this, this season, season people have definitely been overperforming but with sides that have got a definite starting 11 that they need to maintain fitness mm. I think having access to more subs allows you to maintain that fitness yeah in these times avoid, yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. because yeah. these men are playing two games a week every week it's mad yeah. on them like yeah football is your job you're training every day wear and tear is mad on I'll, I'll be honest with you I'll be honest with you um a lot of teams are not training as much. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't really train between the games. If you're playing on if you're playing on Friday and then you're playing on Tuesday, there's not really much time to train. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I feel well, like I feel like this is what's made the season so weird as well. Because like you're playing Friday or, and you're playing Tuesday and you don't really get to train in between and it's like really just come out. Do your thing. You ain't got the 12th man there. The 12th, I think this season has shown us how important the 12th man is. Or not for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, it's very true. Wait, Logan, Logan, question. Yeah. As a West Ham fan, yeah. is this is this the best season of your lifetime? Uh we finished fifth one year, I think, didn't we? Was that the pay it season? No, that was. Are you saying that West Ham's best ever Premier League finish is fifth? I think so. I uh, can't remember. I, I, I'm up for finding a new question for aye, the quiz aye, later. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> that was one of the questions for uh, the quiz. Is aye. it the so right I'm, answer? That, yeah, that's the right answer. Thank correct God for answer. that. I told yeah. you, like, I'm shook for this quiz because my brain is ah. frazzled. Yeah. And I've got no excuse as well because I haven't, like, I've done, nah. I don't smoke no weed, don't take no drugs, don't drink. And you've had the heads up about it as well. Exactly, so. we were, I'm, I'm saying to him, we can't be telling the guests if they don't, if listen. they don't listen to the show and they don't, they're not in the know, do we have to spin them with the, with the quiz? Listen, the 10 at 10, bro. it's the 10 at the 10. I'm not, at I'm not going to lie, if I knew or if I didn't, it wouldn't have made any difference. We're going to find out how <laughs> deep Logan Sama's love for West Ham is tonight at 10 o'clock, yeah? <laughs> so, Logs. West Ham, West yes, Ham, bro. West Ham. How's it feel for you this season, bro? Uh, it's weird. I'm waiting for it to end. I remember we <laughs> had the conversation, right? I'm um, a lifelong pessimist. I'm a West Ham fan. It's built into my, not into my like, into my brain. It's in my genes. It's yeah, in my blood. Yeah. It'll be, be passed pessimist. down and all of that. Exactly. Yeah. So I remember we had the conversation, right? This Start. was a bit earlier in the season. Yeah. 
and um, we was talking about the ascendancy of West Ham and basically you was very pessimistic at the time mm. has that changed yes it has because and I said this to you when we had this conversation West Ham have always went out to pull a one-two result out of their backside against a name brand team like United or a Spurs or you know like we've got a draw yeah. against City you know them kind of ones there we'll pull a one away name brand but I know that next week when we go away to Brighton or Bournemouth as it was a couple seasons ago after having an amazing we, like we looked brilliant we fought like lions we were tight at the back we were you know good in possession we were pressing when they were in possession we looked dangerous Oh, you know, we, we held them to a 1-1 draw. It's a top four, so I feel very proud. Next week, we go off to Brighton and we get slapped 3-1 or something. And I'm like, like, it's so frustrating because if you can play that well against a good side, why do we look that bad against teams that, based on league possession, we should be beating? If we're mid-table, you know, 12th, we shouldn't be losing 3-1 to teams that are 17th, 18th facts, in the league. Facts, Now when I'm watching them, it's like Moyes has found a, a level of organisation at the back where I feel confident that we can shut up shop and keep a tight ship against teams that are not massively better than us in terms of ability and skill and then break them down on the counter or break them down over time, get a set piece, which we've become really good at. Really well. good, really so good. So we've got that stability now, which is something I'm massively impressed by. And that's what one of the biggest things I'll give Moyes credit for, like that turning that defence, whether it's a back three, a back four or a back five that we're playing into something that I have confidence in. What has changed from last season to this season? Because, I mean, like it's, it's, day, and night between, it's day and night between the teams. Like, what's changed? So personnel have changed. Right. Um, you know, we brought in Sufal. Yeah. On the oh, right. I listen. Quality player. The boy's cold. The boy's Quality. cold. For five million pounds, that's yeah, that's that's up there with one of the signs of the season as I, well. I'll be honest with you. See, Kufal. Yeah. Um, dream team. Dream team wonder. Yeah. Dream team wonder. Like he's been scoring points. And another player that we signed. Look, I could I could talk a long time about my frustration with the West End transfer policy. Yeah. Yeah, and the players that we brought in this season uh, if I didn't tell anyone the performance that they've had if I said we signed a Watford centre-back on loan a Man United player that hasn't made the squad in however long on loan whole season when we and a, and a, and a five mil Czech guy from the club that we just got Susek from because he's his brethren I would slew and I did slew because we needed a striker. We've got Antonio on elastic hamstrings up front. Yeah. Who's 32 next month, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 31, sorry, next month. Yeah. The only other striker we've got in the, in the, in the, um, in the squad, really, at the moment is Oladapu, who's 18 years old, I think. It's not fair. He come on against you, man, got subbed off again. Yeah, yeah it's straight not away. fair for him. It's not fair for him. Um, and we got rid of Alain. That was what I was going to go on to next. So right? we didn't replace that. On paper, I would have said, it's a joke. Craig Dawson... Watford in the championship willing to let him go on loan and we're bringing him in and he's actually like he looks like an England centre-back I'm not gonna lie he's been incredible he's pulling in with goals as well 
I've been I've been massively impressed with Dawson. For me, for me, Dawson's been like the most surprising thing for us this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, I would say, right? When I heard Dawson was was a signing, like, I'm wondering what West Ham are doing. Yes. But do you know what? Whoever's behind the, uh, the transfer policy at the moment, whoever's controlling that, they've done really well this year. Right, for those that don't know, what is West Ham's transfer policy? <laughs> Go on, explain it. For those that are listening, thinking, what, what is, what's this transfer? What bruv, is it? Uh, bruv. It's all over the gaff because we'll loan players in that, that don't look like they're that don't look like they're filling in roles that we need in the club. Like we'll have, we'll have glaring personnel errors and the obvious one is strikers at the moment because we've only mm-hmm. got Antonio. And then we'll go and bring in Lingard instead, you know? And we've already got Ben Rama, Fornells, Lanzini. Lanzini, that can all play in that number 10 slash false nine position. But, but you guys need a finisher and that's but, what Antonio does. But finishes. obviously Antonio's 31 years old next month. His hamstrings, he's having to be rested regularly and we haven't got backup for him. And we're not, yeah. We haven't got someone that's going to take over from him as well, furthermore. See, so, I thought you lot was going to come in for Diego Costa. When I, when I heard the rumours, I thought that made sense that he was going to made go. That would have been a dream for me because he's uh, an absolute shit It's the wages though, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that it's the wages. Happen. That doesn't happen. No, it's obviously yeah, not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that doesn't happen. But again, like... But that's back a sign in West Ham of old would have done. Yeah, but back to uh, that pre gold and nah, no um, way, not not, Brady not, not for and them that. wages. Not but for we them have, wages. but we have picked up players for decent money. Like we paid forty mil for Felipe Anderson, who had half a good season. He, he had a, he had a half a good season, yeah. yeah. And then fell off the face of the earth, yeah, and we loaned yeah. him out to. Is he at Napoli? I can't remember. He's he's in Italy now, not playing. No Porto, um, but yeah, he's not playing there either. So I don't know what's going on for his career. And Halle, I think we we did a forty-five million deal for him. And then we're meant to be paying in five million instalments, and they're this running us down like the debt collectors knocking on the door. This yeah. is the guy you just signed this this last uh, transfer window in the summer. The 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 boy that's just gone back to Ajax. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it so was he it, it come just, in it, horrendous, wasn't it? He took he come in. We took uh, we took a twenty million pound bath on him as well. Yeah. Because we, we, we paid 45 and sold him for 22. So yeah. that's not great business. Like, we're spending money. I don't know where, I don't know, like, who's doing the recruiting in What's that. happened to Yarmolenko? Yarmolenko's on the bench, coming on off the bench. Um, he, he, he's, like, really he the closest thing to a backup forward you've got, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's having to be. Yeah. Uh, he came in. We were, gonna, we were playing him as a wide player off Antonio. He's coming off the bench and kind of taking over from Antonio as well. Uh, as a as a like a standing striker, but he's got no pace at all. No, nothing. His feet look slow. Um, he has got a bit of class about him. Definitely, definitely. To be fair, but he was a top baller at one stage. Don't you remember yeah, in when? Germany, he, yeah. Don't you remember when he put England to the sword? That was what three years ago. That was a bit longer than that, I think. Was it that long? Yeah, ago? yeah. It was a bit longer than that. You, do you know what? Because of last year, right? We've just missed the whole a complete time, whole time, year. Like, yeah, time means yeah, nothing. Yeah, it to means me. nothing. It means nothing. <laughs> I think it was about six years ago, maybe. Flipping hell! Wow. Yeah, he was doing. He looked all right in Germany. I was, like when we picked him up. I was kind of. I was like, yeah, that's a good investment, I think. But he didn't really. A lot of players come West Ham and don't really like push on. Yeah. Come into West Ham. Yeah. They kind of just. It just like float around and, and get worse. Anderson got worse. 
Seb Allaire got got worse. We shifted him on. At least we're shifting these players on. And then Valencia, Valencia did, came did in. Did Allaire even get worse? Did Allaire get worse? Or yeah, because he, he was not, he was doing he bits in Germany as well. Yeah, it was the expectation with him oh, as well. I, sorry, sorry. Let me just. I think the problem with Allaire was the system that we were playing him in. We needed a target man to hold the ball up. Yeah. And despite Allaire being well over six foot tall and looking like a strapping lad, his play is not. He's a front two, number nine playing with a, a, a number 10 around him, giving him service and playing the ball on the ground and making runs. And he he would have suited like a team like Wolves or I something. Find, I find, right, that um, strikers from Germany, mm. just like Timo Werner, we was having this conversation as well. Interesting. Yeah, I find that strikers from Germany come to England and they struggle. Yeah, I can't really put my finger on anybody since Klinsmann that's come but, to but, England from Germany and actually done really well as a forward but then that will go for many ge- like how many germans period have come over to the premier league and lit it up michael balak probably being the balak only one and klinsman yeah balak like, klinsman um, but it shows it shows the different um, Hamman was all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, Hamman, yeah Hamman. Hamman. you had uh what who's the uh what's his name hoof i see the thing is right i feel for the germans like it's not really as such like the the players that have a problem it's more just the strikers like the midfielders are all right defenders seem to be all right but when you're coming up against these tanks yeah these lewis dunks these <laughs> these tyro mings like yeah. it's not nice it's not it's not I don't know, it's, but they've got them kind of man there as well like you're playing against upper Meccano every other week it, and that do you know what it is but as that's well, what that, as a striker it's, that's what you're coming to the premier league to do to test the, yourself see the problem see man. the problem for them is right you see, in a lot of other countries, it's like, um, mm. yeah, you've got three or four teams that have got great teams, and then you've got like drop-off teams. In the Premier League, yeah. you go to Sheffield United or at the bottom of the league, yeah, it's a tough game. Yeah, it's a tough yeah, game. Of course, like because I think it's because the money just pumped into this league. Yeah, no, I I, I hear that the squad, the value of the squads. Compared yeah, it's to outrageous. Mm, yeah. Like you've there's, got there's no easy games. Every no. game you're running into tanks every game. And that's it. That's and as a as a world class striker, if you're coming to the Premier League, you're coming to test yourself in not. I wouldn't say against the greatest uh, centre backs in the world, but the hardest defences to break down in the world. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anywhere else. Italy used to have that. Um, you know, yeah. back in like the eighties, early nineties. Nineties. No, yeah. No one wanted to go to away to Italy. You're going to get kicked to shit, and um, they their defence is done well. But now nowadays, they I'd were say, so yeah. well organised as well. You had. It, Italy, Italian defences in the 90s gave you a ton of space in the midfield mm. to yeah. play around. Yeah, oh, definitely. But then it was just a wall of six players that yeah. you were not getting past. Yeah. And like to bring it back to, to my team, like that is how we're playing now. Which is why I think we're doing well against teams that we should be outclassing because we have that stable defence of six or seven players behind the ball that is very difficult to get. So, get that, so that leads me on to my next question. Right, David Moyes. Yes. Right. So we we gotta say right, Moyes has done an excellent job. Yeah. Like a really really good job, right? And I heard him talking in an interview earlier on today. Um, he was saying something about this is where he belongs at the top of the league, mm. and West Ham have given him the platform to do what he needs to do to get to the top of the league, right? 
How do you feel about Moyes? Do you think, like, like, what do you think of Moyes? How do you rate him? Um, I think Moyes is, is definitely, you know, he's clearly a, a, a good manager, a, a, a strong manager. Um, I think that, like, last season we finished, I'm just double-checking, pulled it up. So we finished 16th last season yeah, yeah. on 39 points. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um... I think we're above that now already. Yeah, of yeah, course. we are. Yeah, 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 yeah of course, yeah, of course, course. Now, which is night and day. You know Definitely. what I mean? We're scraping, surviving in the league last season, and now this season things are turned around. I think it clearly took him a while to find a system that works with our. Well, he personnel. didn't have the whole season last season, did he? D- exactly, and I think that's just generally a problem in in English football. Facts. Because you know, to, to use an example, you'll be able to relate to if Fergie went to Man United now and had his first two seasons that he had when he first went to Man United back yeah. in the day yeah. out the door. Facts. Out the door. D- different times though. Facts. It D- is different D- times different and that's, that's yeah, kind no, of my no, point. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That's Facts. my point. I, I, like, Facts. I, and what I think... Because you got to remember with Moyes as well, this no, ain't even his first time at the club. There's no time for, for managers it's first, in this But I do think that the lack of fans has helped this club and David Moyes. The fans might come back with, uh, they might be rejuvenated by mm. what's happened and they might lay off him. I'll be honest but, with you. But, but before, the, you know, we know what the West Ham fans are like. They're a vocal lot, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Right? And it weren't nice for Moyes and it weren't nice for the players. Now the that, vibe in that stadium, it's been a hard transition for them. That's what, but that, that vibe was, was not doing them no favours. Mm. That's what Logan was touching on. Yeah, it's in the DNA. Yeah, it's in the yeah. genes. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, like... I get. I, I agree with what you're if, saying. If I'm watching a West Ham team, yeah, yeah, win, lose or draw, if I feel like they're strolling around the pitch, not pressing man down, giving the ball away and then not trying to win it back, looking disorganised on set pieces on defence, we're on their backs because they're not playing basic football properly. Facts. Right. When we get that's why when we get players that put in a shift, we love them. You know, I I'm not of the I'm not one of those delusional West Ham fans that thinks Mark Noble should have played for England because I just don't think he was at that level. But we loved him because he put in a shift. Yeah, I, we, I relate to that. And we love players like Carlos Tevez and Payet and Di Canio who had that bit of class, but also they were never shy of they had that grip. putting a shift in as well. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, De Canio might have gone missing on a snowy Tuesday night up north in Middlesbrough or whatever, but like you knew you had a bit of, he had a bit of fire in him when he played, and we like that. We react to that. When I see guys making basic mistakes and then strolling around the pitch, it's an attitude thing. They have to, that that is the West Ham way. Like yeah. we can we can forgive the stadium if there's good football to watch, which there weren't. So then you start focusing on how the stadium is a running track and blah 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 and we missed the bowling and all this if there was good football he wouldn't really be complaining yeah you know you start seeing us losing to teams that we should be beating we start finding reasons for it we start getting on the players because we, look we all know if we're if we're able to compete with like spurs and liverpool and man city not beat them but like give them a good game, maybe lose by one goal. If we go and get slapped 3-1, 3-0s by Bournemouth and Brighton's and... Makes no sense. It, it, it's a counterproductive. Exactly. There's no consistency, which means that you're not delivering consistently. So we get on their backs and we do. We do get on their backs. Do you know I what? think this, this like, 
this pandemic is like a stop break where the players can just get on with finding how they should be playing. Then when we come back, we can get behind them because they're comfortable playing, they look good, they look solid, and we can just get back behind supporting them. It, you know, whether that stays and we want to just moan for no reason. But I don't feel like West Ham fans moan for no I reason. I don't think that will happen. I don't yeah. think that will happen. If, if basically, if you get through this season and you keep consistency to the end, I think that West Ham fans will not be pessimists going into the next season. Mm. They'll be optimists. But um, we want to hear from West Ham fans. We're going to be going live after 10 o'clock. So we want to hear from you guys. Any West Ham fans locked in, we want to hear. How do you feel about your team? How do you feel about your manager? Who's been your top signing? Like, what's changed? We want to hear. We want to hear from you. We'll be giving out the phone line after 10 o'clock. But... Um, do you know what we have to touch on before? Because we ain't got to, we ain't got long till the ten at ten. Funny enough, um, we got to touch on this subject that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is that? That is the verification of accounts. Right. There's been a lot of trolling in. Oh, let's like trolling sounds fun and silly. Like it's not trolling. No, no. There's been a lot of trolling, which which is racist trolling. Yeah, I, right? I don't even like using the word trolling because trolling makes it sound kind of. Uh, Okay. Not, as, not as bad as it is. Okay. I, th I think it's, it's the just, easiest way to describe just, it, though, isn't it? It's just racist. Like, disgusting racist abuse is what I would call it, which is what it is. Do you, you know, know what? I mean? Do you know what? I'll let you have that one, definitely. Yeah, yeah but you're going to ask them the question, by whom? And then you're going to say trolls or people with uh, pictures or people hiding behind a certain account. Yeah, anonymous yeah. people, cowards. That don't yeah. Want, you know, and well, that, some uh, of them aren't, because, you know, we've seen a few of them, them you know, they've stupid people that yeah. have put these opinions online and they've been tracked down but but so what do jobs you, employees these social media companies need to put these things in place now i'm a man who i'm not bothered about having to verify myself uh, so i can have an account yeah. and i can have my freedom of speech certain people are trying to say oh if we do if they do this where's my freedom of speech and shit like sorry but you don't hide behind a photograph or a cartoon to say whatever you want and get away with whatever you like without anyone knowing who you are and what you said and what your real, real opinions also, are. Also, racist abuse is not covered under freedom of speech. Right. Freedom of speech is, I think you played rubbish today. Not calling a man the N-word and sending death threats and Definitely whatever. Not. That's, yeah. that's not freedom yeah. of speech. On in any any scale, regardless of it being a privately owned platform that they can kick you off because of the terms of service anyway. But yeah, I, I I agree with that because that cloak of anonymity that people use, and it's not just football, but it's good that it's coming to the discussion. No, but let's let's, yeah. let's car, car oh, football is yeah. a thing that everyone understands. Yeah, so we have can to bring deal with that it discussion as football. Yeah, because like racism, if we go into that, it's we're gonna be we're gonna be opening a can of worms. I think I think football is a good device so that it brings important conversations into the mainstream of this country that are otherwise just not exposed to these things and very ignorant of these things. Let me ask you a question, Lokes. What do you think is sufficient punishment for these guys? Like, what should actually happen? Like, how do we how do we tackle this problem, Logan? Educate them. I think you need to educate people in general, um, because clearly there is a massive disconnect. Like, some people are actively pieces of shit. 
Right. Yeah. yeah, and they want to go out and make people's day mm-hmm. horrible because they're actively pieces of shit. Some people are like projecting from themselves. Wait, pause, pause, right? This is what I, this is the question I'm actually asking, right? Yeah. What should the task force, because you know the Premier League have now got like mm. a new force police in this, right? Okay. Yeah, there's a new force police in this. Good. Um where they're going to be um, tracking IP addresses and whatnot, right? What do you think should be done when these racists are found? I think you should treat it like someone come up and said to you in the street. I don't think it should be any different. So whatever the punishment is, if, you know, if I... Or, sorry, if, if someone is caught being openly racist, uh, racistly abusing someone out in public, in person... I don't think it should be treated any differently just because you're on the internet. And I think once we take that away, people will stop thinking that, oh, I can do this on the internet because it's not real. It's not real life. You're talking to real people. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think short prison time should be? Um, I'm not qualified to. To I I, I, I don't know. Do it, know that's I mean? a, it's well, a diff- it's not. It, it's not really about qualification, right? Like, it's really about like. <laughs> what it's gonna take to stop this right mm. like because obviously these shadow bans that they're putting on people's accounts on yeah. twitter don't seem to be doing a thing right so like what do what we have to the... step in do we have to step into like do we have to step into sort of a realm where like we actually treat these racists like criminals and they have to go to court and they have to face like whatever time it is that the system put in front of them i mean yeah if that's if mm. that's what the, the the is in place then yeah i mean i, I mean I like agree. there's there's only a couple ways it can be dealt with right so fines like you can only appeal you can't you can't go on go you on. can only appeal to people's good nature if they have a good nature in it do you know what i mean so you can you can educate people about ignorance and blah 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 and shouldn't say this and it's not good to say that and whatever if they have good nature people that don't have good nature people like i said that are just pieces of shit that want to go online and make people's lives miserable and direct hate at people um yeah th- you need to put fear in them people that, that's of what's, repercussions that's the only way it will stop is if they if these because there's people that can act a certain way but when they say a certain thing and they do it online like that they do have to be made accountable yeah. and if there is going to be prison time or or something in place that gives them fear they won't do it they'll still have their views they'll still be their way but they won't do it well what i do know what i do know is um there's definitely there's definitely um prison terms handed out for homophobia so yeah then, it's, so then it should shouldn't be, no be shouldn't there be prison terms handed out i didn't i didn't know i didn't know that yeah yeah know. yeah there is so if that's the case then 100 percent that should yeah. have been a thing long time ago then absolutely mad i like, think any 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 sort of hate speech yeah because there, there, there should not be a differentiation between it you know what I mean? So but especially me. racism for how long it has been going on. Of course. But homophobia, no disrespect, but it's been a relative, like it's relatively n- not new, but past couple of decades, as opposed to racism going back stretching a, a much longer than that. Well, you see, the thing is, right, as a black man, like, I see it as like, it's like, 
it's a, it's sort of a problem that they don't actually really want to deal with. I, like, I agree. Like throughout my like, I've been like, kick it out has been here forever. Yeah, forever. forever like, kick it out has been here forever, and and kick it out doesn't seem to be changing anything. I I I. When I drive, I listen to talk sport quite a lot because yeah, I like, yeah, same like both hearing of us people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've heard a lot of people from, you know, Kick It Out and I'm trying to remember the name of the other organisation that does a, a very similar role within football. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Give racism the red card? That, yeah. And, and um, I've heard those people speaking on the radio last year talking about just the, the abject lack of funding that they receive, mm. specifically from the Premier League. You know, so... They can do great work, but at the moment they're not getting the funding to do that because yeah, like you said, it's there's a lot of gestures that are oh, you see kick it out, you see you know give racism the red card, you see Black Lives Matter in the stands, you see footballers taking a knee. But if, Talk, talking if, of, of if that. people get go, no go on finish if go. if but if people are caught in football grounds. If people are caught in football grounds being racist and nothing happens, what does any of those gestures mean? Exactly. Right. You understand? Can, can I just say something? So, touching on the taking the knee, yeah. Wilfred Zaha has come out and said he's no longer taking the knee because he's finding it degrading and hasn't pushed anything forward. Facts. And I think when we're talking about these guys um, that are, are from, like, give racism red red card and... Uh, and all the other organisations, the guys that come on Talk Sport and talk about it, they're tired, bro. I like Zaha. Yeah. They're so tired. They're tired of going through the same thing, being up against the, the same problems. And until we have people, um, until we have people from uh, black backgrounds or, or Barmy, whatever you want to call it, or Asian, higher up the ladder in the FA, no, I don't see anything changing. Well, no. I think there's just a load of abbreviations, right? I mm. think that's all we're dealing with. Yeah. Like, I think this is what's, what I've seen for the last like 20 years of my life. It's just loads of abbreviations. Like um, BLM, BAME, all these different things. Just loads of abbreviations. But no actual core sort of action taken to stop these things. I think one of the things that is the most frustrating for me to see and I you know like as a as a as a white guy from Essex I it, I can't relate in any way to be honest with you but it still frustrates me when I see clubs and their supporters you know like being openly racist and you see the sanctions against the clubs they're not they're like what 10 grand fine Listen, yeah, and you're and you're and you're giving man monkey chance in Europa yeah, League, right? And you get now, ten grand fine. What, now, this how, is, what lessons that gonna send? This to is anybody? the problem with the game. You've touched on it. You've touched on it, right? Basically, is you see, I feel like in the halls of power, right? This issue hasn't actually been like I feel like this issue hasn't actually been tackled like respectfully. Mm. I feel like in the halls of power, it's just. Like I said, a load of abbreviations. We push them forward. We stick a few banners around and like everyone's happy. Like, and I think Wilfred Zaha is a legend, yeah, for actually stepping up and using his platform to be like, so, like lead socially because he's a social leader with that movement. Do you understand? 
like to turn around and say raw we're not just gonna follow this blm and go on our knee because you guys are not doing nothing for us you guys are not helping us mm. i think that's a very important message yeah straight up no. right are we gonna get get on with the 10 at 10 guys it looks, it looks to me like it's no do you know we've actually got three minutes we've got, we got three, three minutes, minutes. we got three minutes we've got we got three minutes we got three minutes but yeah, I think touching on that, I just think it like when I've listened to the guys come on talk sport, they're tired, and that's what it is. Yeah. Sorry, before before um before before we can we get um can we get a bit of um information on the game, please? On the okay, so yeah yeah, yeah it's finished one nil to Wolves. There was a um an offside. There was a goal chalked off for Leeds. Bamford. Oh, equaliser. Yeah, chalked off. Yeah. Yeah, chalked off, and uh, yeah, it was a big VAR decision. Took about three, four minutes. It was five minutes added on. What was it? Shirt sleeves and that toenails it, offside. Do you know what? It, it was. It's it, terrible. It, it, it's terrible. But it do you know what? To be honest, this is what the technology has been put here for. Mm. And but I think once you draw that one line, you know, you know the way they cut the grass, so you can see the lines. Yeah. yeah? yeah. Like I think once you draw that one line, that should be it. Like I think there should be a, de- a decision within ten seconds. If it's like, oh, that looks iffy, let me have a look. You've got ten seconds to make that decision. This drawing lines up, down, and then this is the other thing is um, I think it should be the way the offside rule should be is if you're a, if there's a part of your body that you can score a goal with, right? You can't score. So they're trying to say it's where the shirt sleeve starts now. Yeah. But you can't score with the sleeve. From your, from your, from your shoulder. Shoulder, yeah. shoulder or yeah. foot, hip, whatever. Yeah. If, yeah. if a man's pointing there to say, put me on a through, like, through ball, yeah, it shouldn't be, that nah, shouldn't be offside. It shouldn't be. And that's what we're looking at now where defenders are doing this all the time for the handball, VAR. And then going forward, you've got strikers that are kind of like shouting to a man, look, hey, over the top because I can't put my hand there. Yeah. But I do think it will be it will be reviewed. I do think it will be reviewed. Well, they've changed the it season. once this season they already, did, haven't yeah, they? They, have, yeah. they changed the handball this season. That was, yeah, that yeah, was, that was the shirt sleeve thing do, that they do changed. Do you guys remember oh, and, the handball, and the the handball one as well? Yeah, yeah. Because handball at the beginning of the season was and, outrageous. And they didn't mate. even make that bait that they changed it as well. Like I remember there was a decision, I can't remember what game it was in, but it was like, yeah, it hit his hand, so it's got to be handball. Isn't that the rule? They're like, no, they changed it Mad. three months in. I'm like, what? <laughs> Mad. But <laughs> we're about to get into the 10 at 10. we got one minute. So what we want to know from you guys, right, when we open up the phone line is, what should be done? about racism what should be done about trolling what should be done about these faceless internet accounts and do you think that prison time would stop racism within the within football right what are you saying 10 at 10 yeah 10 at 10 right logan you're up in the hot seat mate Right, Mr. Sama. Right, the, the first half of this quiz, or maybe the first third of it, is a few old school ones that you may or may not know. But like I said, we're going to find how deep of a love Logan Sama has for West Ham tonight. Right. He's this, under the lights. He's under the lights. That's right. Mastermind. Mastermind. Right. Which world class striker was signed from this Arsenal? This can't be a West Ham question. Hey, this is a West Ham question. <laughs> Do you know? I just clocked that. Give him that. Ian Wright. No, because it weren't John Arts, and no, he's not. See, see, now, see, you've jumped the gun there and done yeah, the. Ar- you've done, nah, nah. He's done the. Uh, do you know he's done? He's done the Arsenal fan <laughs> thing. You've gone premature, <laughs> isn't he? <Yeah, yeah, laughs> you're a West Ham fan. You're yeah. 
So um, even though it was the incorrect answer, I'm going to give you the opportunity, yeah? Sorry, I'll Because you're Chelsea's little brother in that. I'll let you have... I'll Feed the club on Couldn't get Declan, though, could you? We couldn't get Declan, could we? <laughs> hey. No, no, Frank's gone, you know what I mean? It's all right, Mason's coming anyway. No, 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 we'll, we'll keep him, we'll keep him. Which world-class striker was signed from Arsenal in 2000 but only managed to score three goals for the club before leaving a year later? Wait, so this is just a question about Arsenal? No, well, is it, he came, went and played for West Ham. Which world-class striker was signed from Arsenal? Oh, from Arsenal? In 2000, world but class. only managed to score three goals. World-class striker. He's a, he's, a, he's a legend, I like. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a clue. He's European. So you've really cut it down there. Yeah, yeah, we give him a clue. My brain's gone blank. You've got around five seconds. That's a pass. That's a pass. It was Davar Suke. Oh! Ah, he knew it. He knew it. He did he know it. it. He, he knew, knew it. it. He just, just couldn't get it out of the banks. Right, this is the question we asked. Oh, I shouldn't even. I don't want to hot it up for the next guest. You know what I'm saying? Hey, go this on, is a question go. we ask every every okay. guest about their team, and this is a, a question they should know. In what year was West Ham United formed? In uh, fact, I'll re I'll reiterate that question. I'll, I'll start again. In what year was the club formed? Well, it's our 125 year anniversary this season. So, quick maths. Quick, quick maths on that. Dun, 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 I want to say. Dun, 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 dun. I want to say. What would that be? 1895? I don't know. Boom, boom. He's got it right. He's got one. Wicked, wicked. I can do maths wicked, at least. Wicked, I might wicked, not. wicked, 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 loads. Maths helped him out there, man. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. The last man we had in here representing didn't have a clue. So well done. <laughs> yeah, well done. Well done. All right. Right. What was West Ham United originally known as? Thames Ironworks. Well, oi. Hey, oh, oh, listen. Confidant. Jesus. He's come ready. In which year? <laughs> In which year did the club adopt the name West Ham United? Oh, that one I don't know. 1900 was the answer. Should have had a guess. Right, this should be an easy one. Should be. According to a famous West Ham chant, what is always hiding? Fortune. Way. Another one right. Hey, hey, Logan's hey, wait, how doing much well. Has he got here so far? He's got. Okay. He's fighting through and he's doing it fast. Yeah, he's got the first got... one wrong, second one right. I've got two Third wrong. Third one right, fourth one wrong, fifth one right. Three out of five. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm going to say this now, Logs, right? When I spoke to you yesterday, yeah? Yeah. You was playing, you, you was playing possum, bro. I'm still not. I'm still faking it yeah. now. You know, faking like, it. You know, like, com, you know, yeah. like, right, I'm on the phone to T. Like T. Yeah, yeah. I told you, innit? Yeah. He's playing possum when I see down the West Ham. Me and T. Just spoke on the phone earlier. I was going over some of the questions, and he was like, Nah, Logan ain't gonna know that one. Ain't gonna know that one. he's a season ticket man. We should know this. Bond holder, actually. Right, there was a numbered shirt that was retired a few years ago when yeah. a legend Bobby Moore died. Yeah. What shirt will never be what number, number shirt six. will never be? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I've reworded England, that the way you wanted it, is it? Everyone <laughs> in England should know the answer to that. Because he wore the same number I for think England we all did. anyway. I think we all yeah. did, yeah. Right, one of the other questions was where West Ham have had um, where West Ham finished last season. Sixteenth. Yep, yeah, on 
How many points? 39, I knew yeah. that anyway. Yeah, bonus point for that. So easiest for that. Uh, another question was, what was West Ham's highest ever finish? Fifth. And when Ian Wright was actually in the team. I believe well. so. Yeah. Right. Next question. Next time we get you down here, we're slaughtering you. Do you know that? Right. Yeah, yeah. You got the easy one. <laughs> this, ain't, easy this, one. this ain't easy. I've got two that ain't easy here. Go on. Get two. him. Get one him. might be. Rough. Get him. Right. Only two players in Premier League history have yeah. scored penalties with both their left and right feet. Yeah. Oberfemi Martins and which other West Ham player? And I will give you five options. Ooh. A, Paolo Di Canio. Yeah. B, David De Michel. Three, Julian Dix. Four, Bobby Zamora. Or five, Mark Noble. I think he meant to say De Michelis. David De Michele, yeah. I'm going for yeah. him. You're going for him? Yeah. Okay, wrong. It was Bobby Zamora. Oh! <laughs> oh! You would never got that one, though. You would never got that. That was a trick question. No. That, 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 trick question. that was Do you a know what? Julian Dix is never taking a penalty without his left foot. Mark Noble was always right foot. Who was the other one? Decanio. Decanio was always... Well, I would have gone with... I would have probably gone with Decanio. Demichelis. Demichelis was... David Demichelis was like such a random name in there. I thought it might be him because I know it's not the other ones. So... Yeah, Zamora, I'd know. Right, about. next question. We've got two more. They got Bobby Zamora, though, still. When did West Ham last win a trophy? Ah! 1981, I think it was. Or 80. Which way? Hey, wait, wait. Oh, you got to choose one. Got to choose, go choose one. 1980 FA Cup. Yeah, he's right. And who, who did you beat in the final? Oh, shit. My brain's gone blank. Bonus, bonus point. Bonus point, bonus point. Bonus point. He's out of there, he's out of there. He didn't it get was the bonus. bloody Gooners, wasn't it? Wow! wow. Do you know what? He's going to go home. Yeah, He's going to go home and he's not going to be able to look himself in the mirror. Right, mm -hmm. and we'll, we'll have one last question. Go on. One last one. How many followers do West Ham have on Twitter and we'll give you to the closest 100,000? Wow. I follow them on Twitter as well. But I've, never looked at, I've never looked at that. How many followers do West Ham have? I'll give you a clue, it's over a million. To the nearest 100,000 as well, you've got a chance. 1.8. Oh my, bruv, look at that. Hey. You, you jammy dodger. Hey, Logan. Logan, you know what? We, we, we should really have had a prize for you, you know, bruv. Because that, is, that was that was that, mustard. That was that, mustard. That, the, oh, he's the guess that has murked the quiz the most. I right, slap some more buttons for him, bruv, because that was mustard. I'm still not happy that I didn't get that. I forgot that FA Cup. Do you know what, Please. right? Now that probably that's gonna haunt you, bruv, because that was Arsenal, bruv. He got it right though. He, know, he, he said he said 1981, and he was like, oh, was it 1980? You had to know, anyway, the, 1980. You had to know yeah. the Arsenal. You had to know the Arsenal. It's the upper hand. It's the only time you got it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. If you wanna if you wanna um, phone up the hotline, the phone number is 0746913523. 283. I'll post it up on Twitter in a minute. So if you want to jump on and get on and have a word with us, ask our ask our guest Logan Sama some questions. Everything football, yeah. But we like right. we say we, we want to know what your your opinions are on verification to stop these um, online abuse going on and yeah, a step in the right direction for humanity in general, I think. Or or even if you just want to come on and talk about your team, how you're doing. Yeah, yeah. 
if you're happy, if you're sad, whatever you want to do, phone line will be there on Twitter for you to jump on and find out. But um, before before the phone starts jumping, we want to ask you another question, right? Who's your all-time in your lifetime? In your lifetime, sick. Yeah. Who is your all-time West Ham eleven? Shoot. Um. Damn. All right. So when I started, deal. when I started watching West Ham, it was Ludek McClosko in goal. But I always really liked Shaka Hislop. Shaka. Um. So is Shaka your is Shaka your sticks man? I think I'd probably have to go for Ludo because he's, so, yeah. he's just so iconic yeah. for the club. Yeah. Julian Dix at left back. And these are only players that I've seen play in my lifetime. Only players you've seen play in your lifetime. Yeah, right. cool, cool. Um, bruv, I'm going to forget bare players from the 90s and 90s that I've watched that were sick. Julian Dix at left back. I'd put Sufau at right back, you know, because he is cold even after one season. I'm, I'm probably definitely overlooking somebody. But that's a good shout, though. He's but player. he's just leaping into my brain. Um, Rio, centre-back. Oh, who's the other centre-back that I've watched? Go on, Neil Ruddock. Go on, say it. <laughs> Razor. 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 Flipping hell. A team with Razor and um, Julian Dixon is, yeah. That's, who was the bald, who was the bald-headed fella that went not too long ago? He was a good servant. of. He was a good. Oh, um, about, um, Collins. Yeah. James Collins. Yeah. Not Ginger all, not Pele. Not all time, though. Not all time. No way. Not all time. We're talking his lifetime. Yeah, I don't think. I think he can yeah. find a better one than James Collins. I, I used to really like Thomas Repka a lot. He was good. He was a bit small does, though. Does Dawson yeah. come into the argument? Uh, not yet, but you know, after, he's well after, on his after way. After this season, he's, he, <laughs> he's he, well bro, on his after way. After this season, he's a, he's a legend. Oh, I'm trying to think who else. Let me come back to that. Move on to the midfield. Right. All right. So, don't even know what formation. What I'm formation you playing? Yeah. Let me play four-two-three-one. Oh, he's gone techie with it. All right. Playing FIFA. Um, I've got to have Joe Cole. Playing off the left. In the middle. Number 10. That's in a three. Number 10? Yeah. Right. Right. Let me get let me get Declan Rice in there. Right, Declan Rice, number six. I mean, not number six, sorry, but Declan yeah, Rice yeah. in the number holding, six role. Holding role. Yeah. Who else we sticking in there? <sighs> Does Suchek come into the argument? Too early, but I think he will eventually. Well, I mean, he, he, for me, if you're talking this season, yeah. he's been your main man. He's more than Declan Rice. Yeah. But I think, you know, Declan's been on job for a good few years now. I think this this has definitely been Declan's best season, though. Because of that freedom. Yeah. And he's, to be honest with you, he's not doing the water carrying for Mark No, Mobile no, no, no. It's, it's very, you know um, I mean? it's very even So he's got more freedom, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
you know, Suchet coming in and uh, replacing Noble in that midfield has definitely opened the team up and leveled us up significantly. Oh, bruv. I'm terrible for these things because I have to. I, I really want to sit down and write. Yeah, we should have. We should have. We should. We we. That's our. That's our bad. We should have. No worries. No worries. Giving you the time still. I got to put Payet in there. Oh, you know what? I'm playing four four two because oh, I'm, right. I'm, right. I'm having I'm having Decanio and Tevez in the team. Right. So oh, Mascarano. Mascarano. I've seen right. Mascarano play even if it was like four times. Yeah. He's mm. definitely in there. Yeah, Rice, right. Rice and Mascarano. Where does Payet play? Payet oh, off the left. I'm playing some. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely playing some FIFA formation. I got. What's 15. going on with Joe Cole? Where, what's going on here? Where's Lamps? Wait, 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 Mascarano. If you've got Declan and Rice, then you yeah. play Lamps alongside him. It's as simple as that. It, like Mascarano don't come close. Mascarano is better player than Lampard. No, he, no, he won't. Wait, am I, am I right no, in thinking? No way. Am I right in thinking was. Carrick came from West? Yeah, Oak? he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, hang on. Can we just dap on that? He just said Mascarano was better than Lampard. He Not was. in a million years, bro. He was. Bruv, he, he went. That's, that's his opinion. It's his no, opinion. He's a better baller than Lampard. That we don't want to hear your Chelsea fluff. That's his opinion. He was a war carrier at Liverpool and Barcelona, man. Nah, he was a top boy and he made it to Barca. Yes, sir. Top boy. Although, to be fair, Lampard could have made it to to one of those two. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Don't get up in your fields. Let him have his time. I'm not. Let him have his moment. Let him have his moment. Let him have his moment. He always does this when Chelsea get mentioned. Let him have his moment. I'm trying to think who I'm missing that's obvious. Yeah, I'm so bad at these because I... Like I have mental blocks. Teddy Sheringham. <laughs> Teddy in there. He's missing a lot of. He's missing. There's a lot of players. I feel like. I feel like four four two is a sticky formation for you. Yeah. Bro. You've had some strikers. Because I'm like Ian Wright. Because I'm, like, I'm like. Look, listen. If it's two up front, it has to be Decanio and Tevez. It has to be. I'm with that. I'm with that. They're 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 so far ahead of everything. Everything else. Everything. Yeah. And I have to put Payet in there because he's one of the best ballers we've ever had at the club, Definitely. even if it was a season and a half. Um, does Joe Cole miss out because Payet's in there? No, I have to have Joe Cole in there as so well. So does he go on the right then? He might have to. I don't know, you know. So, I, so, I, I, I think so now you've got a sticky problem, Cole. right? Yeah. Because you've got... That's you, me. I'm done, basically. So who's your two centres? Mascarano and Rice. Right, so what... what That's you, me. I'm done. What are you doing with your last centre-back? I might have to put, do you know what I might have to do? I might have to play Rice at centre back and put Lampard in the middle. There you go. There we go, yeah. Right. So, so going, 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 um, going from back to front, we've got Klosko. Ludwig McClosko. We've got Julian Dix, Rio, Declan Rice, and uh, Sufal. I've got Payet, Mascarano, Mascarano, Lamps. Lamps, Joe Cole, Tevez, Decanio. That's strong. That's, That's a, strong a strong team. team. It's a strong team. It's a strong team. And that team's still not winning the league. It's a team that it's a team that that definitely competes for a European spot, though. Yeah. Facts. So is our one now. Ah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that's that's gonna be worse than the Arsenal one. When I go home and remember all the players that I've forgotten yeah. for that team, that's gonna annoy me more. But yeah. Right. Apologies. Right, lads. So. We've got a Liverpool. We got a Merseyside derby this weekend. Yeah, I was just about to say, let's run over the fixtures. <laughs> we got a Merseyside derby this week. Yeah, should, I should, we, so. should we go in chronological order? I, I think we. So should, we've had Wolves. Uh, uh, we've no, had I Wolves think, leads. I think we should start with the derby. I think we should yeah. start with the derby and then we go chronological from there. Go for it. Right. Right. Big game. For, ma- huge pressure on Liverpool. Massive game for mm. Liverpool. And I think it's the best chance that Everton have got to take.
take three points from Liverpool in a while. And this is the best chance Everton will have to finish above Liverpool. The exciting thing is as well, Everton have got a game in hand on Liverpool. And they're three points behind. Obviously, their goal difference is nowhere near Liverpool's. But it will put them level on points with Liverpool if they win. Yeah. And still have a game in hand as well. Yep. Hang on, can so we just give out the number it. quickly before we go into this as well? 07469135283 for the Slowdons. 07469135283. So yeah, man. I mean, as the table stands now, you've got Man City top, United seconds. Now there's a 10-point gap between them two. Yeah. So what we say? Are we saying? Are we saying City are clear? City, City are clear. City are clear. With 14 games left. They're only, doing the only, that without De Bruyne and Aguero the, as right, well. So bro. this is yeah. the only, yeah, this yeah, is the this only is thing, big. right? Basically, City, in three games time, City play United, right? Yeah. If City beat United, they've won the league. Facts. Well, Leicester are in the exact same position as you. Yeah, but if City beat United... So if you two City draw and Leicester win... And then City stumble again one more time, and Leicester win that game. Then people might be talking a different story, and that's the that's the the slim margins we're dealing with here. Well, this is the thing. I feel like like City are a, co- a confidence team, right? Once they start flowing, yeah, they start mm. blowing. Bro. I don't think they're as good as the previous squads, though. That have won the the, the Premier League. No, I, I've been. Listening I just to think he's done such a good job getting them back on top. I've been having this. I've been listening to this conversation on Talk Sport quite a lot, right? And you know, like, this is why we do this show, because I don't listen to the dinosaurs, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and sometimes, like, like some of these dinosaurs, right, they're going to make you think that, like, Phil Foden is, like, the best thing since sliced bread, right? Now, great player, excellent young English prospect going forward, right? But just respect what team he's in, do you know what I mean? Like, Phil Foden's not a man that's going to be able to go to, um, let's say, a, a United or a Chelsea or any team that doesn't play that system and be as effective. But that's what I think makes him stand out is that he can do that in a team full of greats like that. Well, you're, you're being nurtured to do that in a team full of greats like that. Yeah, but do you see when he plays, he plays with confidence. I like I like Foden. I've got nothing against Foden. This but season... I think, I think the dinosaurs have overhyped Foden and basically what they do, because this is what happens when, when we get a good player. When we get a good player, right? It, like this is what happens. This was this was Wilshire. This was um, like this is like a repeat thing. Yeah, we overhype players. Yeah, what we really want to see is when we go when we go into um, international competition. Yeah, we want to see Foden carry us through that. Yeah. yeah, if he can do that, yeah, then he is who he says he is. I think Foden hasn't had a lot of credit in previous seasons. It seems like they've picked up on him this year. Like, you know, well, like that's because he's scoring goals like he did the other day. He's yeah. scoring them type of goals. And I think before he looked like, you know, like the kid that was a bit... Oh, but don't but also, it's at the expense of like giving due credit to Gundogan, who's having the season of his life. Yeah. And Gundogan yeah, is, is playing I, mad. Listen, Gundogan is basically... And he's been there years and, now. And, Do you know who he is now? Silver. Do you know who he is now? Do you know who Gundogan is now? Gundogan is the guy that Pep scouted from mm, um, yeah. from Brew, um, Dortmund. Yeah, like, see, at Dortmund, Gundogan was scoring just like this. But is that because De Bruyne's out of the team more? No, do you know what? 
I feel like Gundawan just had so much problems with um and and my dad calls him um Dangargan. No? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what he calls him, yeah, Dangargan. But yeah, basically I think Gundawan is a man that suffered so much with injury since he's since he came back to City. Um since he came to City, sorry, that mm. Like, we never saw the best of Gundogan. I knew Gundogan to be, like, world-class. If you remember, Gundogan was close to being sold. But, basically, he put in such good performances towards the end of that season, yeah, that Pep said, nah, we're going to keep you. And then the next season, he got injured again. So, like, Gundogan spent most of his time on the sick bench. But a good Gundogan is a world-class player. He stepped up. He's definitely Facts. stepped up. Facts. He's not got. He's not got better. He's just got back to who he is. Do you think? Yeah, he's not. That, got that was a long time. Look, like, like he at, weren't at who Dortmund, he was. At Dortmund, bro, the guy was outrageous. Yeah, yeah outrageous. He was. So like, when I look at it now, but like, I feel like we're just seeing that now at Facts. City now. Facts. Yeah. But he's also added goals to his game as well because he, yeah. really yeah. he was scoring at Dortmund. He was scoring at Dortmund. He only got ten goals in like hundred odd appearances. I just checked it. And he's right. Cool. Because I just wanted to make sure that I weren't chatting rubbish. Yeah, but I yeah. feel like, yeah, he's added even more to his game and, 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 and come on under under Pep. Facts, I think he has done facts. that. Everyone comes but you're right, Pep, but you're they? right. When he turned up, it took him that year or two to adjust. And that, I guess, The German also, thing we was talking yeah, about exactly. earlier. I was just yeah. going to throw back to that. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. took him a little while. German players do struggle to come to the Premier League with the physicality of the game. Because I don't think people understand the physicality of the game. In it's the like Premier. watching Jaden Sancho at international level. You could see he's a baller, mm. but he's not like yeah. running games at international level. I, I, I don't see how he commands £120 million. No. No. Listen, you know I, I, understand, I understand why Ed Woodward didn't, didn't yeah, go for the man, You man dodged the bullet paying Facts. Him. Facts. Because yeah. end of the season, Spurs ain't going to qualify, and you're going to spend that money on Harry Kane and yeah. fly. But off. we were talking about this before that United have, there's a United tax, like you, United mm. pay more every time, and an English player tax as well. English player tax. I told you, British beef yeah. is always more expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, British beef is always more expensive. We, Harry Maguire. Right. So. Right. No, Harry Maguire slander. I think he's actually he's mad. Thank you, thank you very much, Logan. Oh, we got we got a hater in here. Do you know what I mean? But Harry Maguire is pushing his own Luke Shaw off the ball and he's got it. Listen and giving bo- Look, goals I'll, away. I'll, I'll Listen, about about eighty million. I'll be honest. Even with if you. you take the United tax and the British beef tax off that, that's still fifty million. Man United's defensive record is very good. Anyone can put together a highlight reel and make a player out of the middle of Europe look like. Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. and in the same time if you want to be selective about Harry Maguire you can make him look like a chump as well now, what yeah, I will he's say, not what the I will say, player, but your defence the stats speak for themselves well this is what I will that. say right I feel like Ollie's missed a trick right with um, bringing back Lindelof right because when Maguire and Baye play yeah it's a shutout when Lindelof plays he's good on the ball but like there's always room for the opposition to score. So I think he's definitely missed a trick with that. Definitely missed a trick with that. But um, yeah, I think we drifted off the derby, didn't we? We definitely drifted off the derby. This happens though, this happens. It's one away. This is the styley that we run the show. Chat-ins. It's one away, we're chatting. And you know what? Sometimes the football conversation just takes us somewhere that... Is completely different to where we was going. Right, so, so go, getting back to the derby and something I want to touch on as well is um, 
there was, again, like, online abuse. People started talking about Klopp out and all this crap and whatnot, right? Giza's a legend at that club as far as I'm concerned. He's just, Who he's was saying Klopp out? People were on Twitter. What, Liverpool yeah, fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you. So-called... Cool. Klopp's the closest thing to Fergie, mate. Yeah. Since, um, in, that, in that's, that's, a, that's a thing, you but... You know what that's got to be? That's got to be, like... That's got to be, like... You know, Liverpool are getting them fans. You know, like, them mad Barca Twitter fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Definitely. they live... In the middle of nowhere. Who just became Liverpool fans three They've seasons never ago. seen Anfield with their own two Fact. eyes in yeah, their of course. life. Fact. Of course. And now all of a sudden they're but, experts on... But what, what yeah. people aren't taking into to consideration, and so, well, some people don't even know this, but my man lost his mum yeah. to coronavirus a, a, a couple of weeks ago. Rest in peace. And couldn't even go to the funeral. Like Whereas if that was like me you or logan if if that was us and our mother was abroad we'd probably find a way because he's in the public eye and the scrutiny and everything else that's going along with it he he couldn't do that now his team are obviously on the down he might be finding it hard enough to motivate himself right now let alone a team full of superstars mm. i think people forget that with, um, in that, football. that's missing six of yes the first starters line. yeah and, and that's another thing like the, the, the press and people have jumped on tiago and it's like, I think that's unjust. No, because I don't think it's unjust, right? And But again, been, where's, been, he, where's he come from? Well done, Because you know what? Yeah. Listen, I've got a very, very, very um, strong opinion on this, right? And um, we've been dealing with this in my fantasy football group because my cousin Champagne, he was supposed to be down here today. He's let us down. But he was supposed to be, um, he's a Liverpool fan, right? And we was having a strong debate. That's why he ain't here. Champagne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give him, champagne. Give him a bomb. Give him a bomb. Right? Um, basically, I was saying, right, that without proper centre-backs, yeah, mm. you can't start Thiago, right? Because, basically, he's shit in the press. Yeah? His physicality doesn't allow him to press. I believe that's why... Um, that's why Bayern didn't offer him the money that he was after. Because, basically, he's a man that, like, the ball can get popped around him. And you see when you're pressing from the front, right? You see if one man doesn't go and he doesn't do his job and he doesn't fill the hole. That's the place that the, the, the professional ballers are going to pop the ball into. And I've seen it happen and Liverpool being caught on the counter now. And this is how they're losing a lot of their goals. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say Thiago, definitely world-class, like, comes on, has the best passing stats, whatever. Definitely world-class. But without Van Dijk and Matip or Van Dijk and Gomez, and without Jordan Henderson to carry the water in the middle of the park, yeah? And if Fabinho Jordan, as well, like... And listen me. to what you're saying. Like, all these guys are missing that would have normally helped him. Now it's all, the onus has fallen on him. And really... Who's, who's, who's Liverpool's best midfielder at the moment? Jordan Henderson. And where is he playing? Centre-back. There we go. So this is what I'm saying to you. If you're going to play like this, you can't play this man. In the, you can't start this man. And he's playing in front man, of... What's he playing in front of? Reese Williams. Who's the other one that they brought on? Oh, he's, no, he's Daniel Kabak. Kabak. And um, the other one, what, the one they signed from the League tall. One guy. No, the, the, yeah, the tall, the tall Phillips, white guy. Phillips. Yeah, 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 Kabak yeah, and yeah. Phillips. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's that? No, listen. I'll uh, be Alisson as well. You see that got the, the one with Alisson and Kebab the other day. Oh, that was outrageous. Yeah. Oh my lord. So this is what I'm saying, right? Um, 
Like, I feel like the pundits on TalkSport have kind of taken it to Alisson a bit because they're like, oh, he's a calamity, blah, blah, blah. But Alisson's still class, yeah? I heard yeah. Trevor Sinclair talking about Alisson the other day and he was like, oh, every time he gets the ball, he's under pressure. No, it's not having the right people around you, yeah? A, you world need class. to have the confidence of the four men in front facts. of you in goals. Facts, facts. Si- Simon Jordan, love to talk down Trevor Sinclair, innit? <laughs> so oh. Every... Every single class goalkeeper in this league has had a couple of games this season, apart from Edison, to be fair, yep. which is why I have him as my number one keeper in the league. But De Gea's had a couple back-to-back. Disgusting ones, yeah. Lloris the other day oh, Lloris has been had a fire. couple. Meanwhile, yeah. Kep- Kepper hasn't put a foot wrong. Hey, don't, <laughs> bruv, you nearly made the drink come out of your nose, bruv. Oi, oi, stop that. Stop that, stop that. Clean sheet the other night. Stop that, stop Clean that. Clean sheet, bruv. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, right? Like... What do you think? What do you think? We're we're straying a bit, but we've got time. What do you think? Um, what do you think going forward about Kepa and Mendy? It's, that's a difficult one, you know. Mm. Chatting to old man about this last night, and it's um, do you know what? It's a weird one because you know um, Grasnikovia, the one that's doing pulling all the strings with the transfers. It was her decision to bring Kepa in on seventy-four million, so it's down to her. You know, we know what Abramovich is, Abramovich is like, he's cutthroat. So if someone ain't doing their job right, or, or costing him a lot of money, out the door. So she, uh, it's a toss up between her, because what she done is she spoke to Petr Cech and asked Cech to personally coach him. So he's right. been personally coaching him, taking away coaching him and whatnot. But it, it, is it them trying to justify the 74 million or is it them putting him in a shop window to say, look, he can still do bits, Will accept 50. I don't think it was a shot window. I don't think Tuchel... But no play. one knew who Kepa was no, until he signed for Chelsea for £74 you. million. Pounds. Now, let me hit you. I don't think Tuchel's gone and put him into play. I was having this conversation with a man in my group as well the other day. Shout out Donny, Chelsea fan in the group. Um, basically, he was saying that and I was saying, nah, I don't think Tuchel is coming in right now, yeah? and trying to put anyone in the shop window. Tuchel's coming in right now, trying to win games, yeah? He don't give a shit about the shop window. It's not he ain't his got job. no time for that as well. You know what's going I was shocked though the other night when he played like, Kepa. I heard, I heard from an inside source that Kepa's been a model professional, right? Uh, yeah, and this you heard is that from me, didn't you? From an inside source, <laughs> from an inside source. <laughs> yeah. If you watch, it, so Chelsea have a thing called Chelsea Unseen on, on YouTube. Uh, it comes out like every week and it's like 10 minutes of just watching them train, it's actually really boring if you're not a Chelsea fan. But you pick up on a few things. And yeah, Kepa, from all, all the, the from what I hear within my, my exclusive sources in the club, is that his attitude in training has been first class. And that is what has impressed Tommy Tuck, is that the, the kid is saying, I'm, I'm busting my balls here, give me a chance. And that's what's happening. But my personal opinion is, I would just stick with Mendy. So, so what are we saying? What are we saying in terms of scoreline for Liverpool and yes. Everton? I'm going to go Wait, who's with... Who's at home? Who's at home? Because I haven't got the stuff in front Liverpool. of me. So, Liverpool at home. Like, I'll, I'll start it off and then we'll go to Logan. I'm going to go over two-all draw. Ooh. Hang on, can we just get... Because uh, it's the derby, can we get a, a little elaboration on how you see that becoming a two-all draw? I, I can see Everton starting well, uh, going one up. Liverpool will come back, make it 2-1, two, two, and then there'll be an, an who, equaliser. Who, who, who scores? Who opens the scoring? 
Everton will score first and... What player opens the scoring? Is Calvert-Lewin fit this weekend? He is. Because I've got him on the bench on my dream team. He is fit this weekend, I'll be honest. So, I'd, yeah, then I'd, have, I'd, I'd probably stick down Calvert-Lewin to score. Uh, and then I'll, I'll say a double, a double from Salah because he's on fire and he's been starting to score goals again. Um, and then we'll go with a James Rodriguez free kick in the 79th minute for the equaliser. Do you think, do you think, um, do you think Klopp starts Henderson in the middle of the park this time? It's a difficult one because Henderson's his best centre back. But I think he has to. I think he has to um, have faith in the wonder kick Kabak. No. Yeah, I think so. But then playing maybe alongside. Do you see what it is with Henderson? Right? Is technically Henderson isn't the greatest player. He just does the things you want him to do, and not just that. But he is when you, especially now, because we can listen to what the the guys are saying without the crowd noise. Is Henderson such a great leader? He he pulls strings vocally. Go there. Run there, do this, do that. And you need someone in the team that does that. Does Thiago start? Thiago starts, yeah. For me, yeah, he does. Right. I think you have to start Thiago. I still think that he hasn't got the people next to him um, to be able to enable him to play the way he he should and, and can play. So it's a, it's a difficult one. But I mean, who, who else are you going to throw in there? There's just so many injuries. Is Fabinho out? Yeah, he's still out. F Fabinho's still out. Right. Um, all right, Logan. I think I think Everton Everton can do a job, a surprising job. They get up for that as well. That game. They yeah, get up for yeah, that. yeah. So, I think um, Milner plays. Does Milner play? Uh, I think they're still waiting for him and Jota still to come back. Right, right. Let's have a look. Hang on. Swear Milner. Hang on. Let's, let's, get, Milner let's get Logan's prediction. Yeah, I can see Everton surprising us. I think Liverpool are heavy favourites in the betting. Um, but I think, I think Everton will surprise us because Liverpool got them games in them, innit, where they fall down and it's, things are just not going right. Whether it's the motivation of the players, whether it's the system accommodating the personnel that they have, yeah. you know, they have them games where, and also they have them games where Salah and Mane are not firing as well. They do have them games. But I think there's a possibility that all of them things can come together. And Everton are on a good run at I'll the moment as well. I'll be honest with you, right? I'll be honest with you. I think it's going to be open, an open We've game. We've completely like overlooked Everton as well. We haven't really spoken about them at all. But I think um, Carlo's done a good job of like steering them back on course because they fell off, didn't they? Yeah. They had a great start. James yeah. Rodriguez yeah. and Decore made them look like they were like up for it, challenging and stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. they... Hard kind of course corrected. I feel like they've kind of come back into form right yes, now. Yes, exactly. Though. So that's why I feel like there's a possibility of them to get an upset. So right. What's your score line? 2-1 uh, Everton. 2-1 Everton. Who scores? Uh, Rodriguez, Calvert-Lewin and... Mm, uh, I think it'll be like a random... Like maybe even like a Thiago kind of yeah. random goal out of midfield. Like a Curtis Jones. Oh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. All right, so... So, go on, who, who are you going for? I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Everton. Hey, score the, reason, the reason I'm going for Everton, right, is because, like, if you're Everton, yeah, you have to look at this, yeah, as, as like, this is the pinnacle. Like, if you're an Everton player, this is the pinnacle of your life. Yeah, like you. This is the only chance, yeah, that you get to go to Anfield. No fans, 
and favorites. Yeah? Mm. So, like, if you don't come out with that result, yeah, like, your season's probably gonna gonna coat coattail from there. Do you get what I'm saying? Because why, why do you say they're favorites? Listen. The look at Liverpool. Look look at listen. Uh, for, listen, forget the bookies right now because the bookies are always gonna favor Liverpool, yeah? But I'm I'm saying they're favourites because if you look at like um if you look at their last few performances, right? The, the game against United, the game against City. Um, You're saying that they're a wounded lion. They're ready. Like, they're like, there for the taking. Not even a wounded Liverpool are wounded lion. Yeah. Definitely, Liverpool are wounded lion. There for the taking. That's um, what I'm saying. Yeah, and I feel like Ancelotti, like yeah, like he's he's cold. He's cold. Like he's mafia. You know what I mean? You know, Mafia boss. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, he's Mafia boss. You saw how he blew into his tee the other day. Do you know what I mean? At four rule, after a slap of his back. <laughs> yeah, get me, bro. Yeah, like, bro, come, come cool like an ice cube, yeah? yeah? So, I'm seeing him, definitely, I'm seeing this as, I'm seeing this as an Ev- Everton 3-1, right? Ooh, that's, that's a Everton statement. Everton 3-1, yeah? Statement victory, right? Um, Salah scores for Liverpool, right? Um, I'm saying that... DCL gets one. Richarlison gets one. Sigerson gets one. Right. Right, let's move on now to... Uh, we're going to go chronological order now. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, early kickoff, Southampton at home to Chelsea. Logan, we'll start with you. And we'll just go with score lines. Uh, Southampton 7-0. <laughs> no, um... Hey, listen... I can see. I mean, Southampton are not doing great at the nah, moment. Nah, that's, your, that, that's his yeah. prediction. Southampton seven nil. Danny Ings is going to score five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll beat them handily. They're not looking great at the moment, Southampton, are they? Scoreline two nil. Two nil, Chelsea. Uh, Tiggs, where are you going with? I'm going. I'm going with with. I'm going with the German. I'm going with the German and the other German. Yeah, ain't their, their manager. Hes- Ralph Hessen. Yeah, yeah, Hasenhutl, but I'm not Hessen-Hutl. going with that German. I'm going with the two Germans in blue, right? I'm going with Tuchel, and I'm going with Werner, right? And I'm going to say that this is going to be... Uh, oh, I was about to go ham. I'm going to give this one. I'm going to give this one a free no massacre. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm similar. I'm going to go 3 0 Massacre, yeah? And I'm going to definitely put in scorers to this as well, right? Go on in. I'm going a 3 0 Massacre. Um, Mason Mount 1, Werner 1. No, 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 no. I'm going Werner 1, Alonso 2. Ooh. Right, well, I'm going to go with a 4 0 Massacre. I just, I've got a. Gut it can happen, it can happen, definitely. Yeah, it's one of those, I just feel like it's going to be one of them games where. We're going to try and stamp our authority and say, look, bomb, we're actually here. We're doing this thing and, yeah, I'm up for it. Right, the game after and that. Wait, 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 wait. We've got Go Bruiser in the building. We've got Bruiser in the building. Bruiser so, in do you the know house. What? Do you know what? He's a Tottenham man, right? He's a Tottenham man. So I think we should go to the West Ham and Tottenham game next. Because no one cares about Burnley West Brom, I guess. Yeah, basically, uh-huh. yes. It's not a bad shout. No, nah, I won't tell a lie. I care about Wormley and West Brom because I got. No, nah, but we got to do this chronological. We're, we're uh, no, no, but we got Bruiser. Bruiser is in and, here. And he's he, here. He's he might here. Be leaving, so You're he- are you here or are you you cutting? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Let's deal let's, with let's this. Let's deal, let's deal with, with this. Then. Let's deal with this, right? West Ham, West Ham at home to Spurs, and this is a Sunday lunchtime, twelve o'clock kickoff. 
Bruiser, what are we saying, brother? What's it's your prediction? Bruce. We want your predictions. Go right, on, so um, obviously a lot of pressure on Mourinho right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kane's come back, but he's maybe yeah. not match fit, but Kane's Kane. He Bro, might listen, do his he's stuff. He's in my dream team. He's in my dream team. Right, so he's got to do his he's stuff. He's in my dream team. He's got to do his stuff. <laughs> what, well, Sun dream team? Who's no, 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 I'm doing, um, I'm doing um, Premier, Premier League, League dream team. Ah, one, yeah. ah, okay, okay. So my um, prediction for this is a Tottenham win. Um, I think that because we're under so much pressure, Mourinho has to do his stuff. So I'm thinking West Ham are confident right now. Yeah, very. They're going to be open. They're going to be expansive. So Tottenham will get them on a the counter. That's my... But that's how Tottenham get everyone. Everyone, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not everyone. Not everyone. Like, right, we have right, slipped up right, a good few times. Let me ask you a question. Go on. Alright, does Davison Sanchez ever start again after what Gundogan started? Alright! 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 Listen! Listen! Bruv! Bruv! That was the most disrespectful no, thing disrespectful. that I've seen in football in a long time, bruv. Uh, you know what? He needs to pack his bags, bruv, you know? Bruv. Sanchez needs to pack his bags. I'm honest. I'm just being honest. Sanchez! Bruv, you need to pack your bags you and go, your bag, go to where you came from. On your bike, son. Yeah, get out of here. Go on. You know what I'm saying? He needs to get yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know what? Yeah, our defensive situation's poor as well. Yeah. I'm not happy with the defence. Like, who starts? Who starts for you? Right, so Dyer, Dyer, Dyer. Dyer's got to start. Jeez. Now, Dyer's got to start and along with Alderweireld. Facts. Right? Facts. Um, I don't like Aurier. He's a liability. Like, Facts. So I'll go with... Like Docket, like Docketty, who's he as well? Docketty's good though, left back. No, nah, but you know what? He loses the ball too I'll much. You, I'll be honest with you, them man there are wing backs. He's a bit of yeah, a, he's, he's like an Alonso. You can't play him as a full back. If nah. you play Alonso as a full back, you're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you like, you, can't you, need, you need a back yeah. three if you're going to play Docketty, really. Hey, all of that. Nah, you know when um, Docketty, bruv, he, he, like, don't get me wrong, defensively, going forward, he can't play a pass, yeah? And he loses the ball all the time. Like nine times out of ten, he's gonna lose it what in midfield. Yeah, I'll go with him. I'll go with him. I'll go with Ben yeah. Davis. Yeah, it's safe. I'll take that. Um, and then who else is there? Who else is there? Tanganga, I guess. You know what? Yeah, he's been playing well. You know, he played well the other day. Even though we lost against Man City, he was probably the best player on the pitch. Um, so I'll go with him. Them four, I'll be happy with that. The real question is, is is Mourinho the guy to take you guys forward? What's your what's your opinion as a Tottenham fan? Did we get a score? Oh, okay. So I'm going. Obviously, I'm going two-one Spurs. Two-one. I'm going two-one Spurs. Cool. Um, West Ham will get an early goal, and then we're gonna have to switch up the play. They're gonna be expansive when they get the the, 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 the first goal. They're gonna be like, yeah, we we're away then, from home. You reckon? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna do their stuff. They're gonna play open. And then Tottenham are just gonna counter and do damage. Kane, Kane to get the winner. Sonny to equalise. Kane to get the winner. Remember, I said that. Put cool. it on, cool. on your BET. Your bets. Right. So on to on to Jose. What's the general feeling about him? No, nah, he's he's not cutting the mustard. He's nah. not cutting the mustard at all. He is past it. Yeah. If, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, he's past it. He needs to go abroad. Go. Go France or Italy. Do you and think this is going to be his last ever job in England? In England, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. 100%. I don't see why he doesn't take the Portuguese job soon. All that. Yeah, yeah, yeah international. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the Portuguese squad is wicked as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are they going to really have him? 
Like as an international coach, when he's flopped at I, two clubs, I think that he'll what he walks into that Portuguese job. I think uh, that easily. I think that red carpet's been out for a long time. What when he's flopped with two jobs? Like yeah, 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 he's not. It, it don't matter because it's a different. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, different a different ball game. I hear that. I hear that. I hear and that. I think it is. It's like when I watched when we locked, when we played you guys. Yeah. And I watched how he how he played. Yeah. It reminded me exactly of how the second time round when he came back to us. Yeah. I was quite happy he was gone. So. Yeah, I'll be. Do you know what? Yeah, I'll be happy to see the back of him. Bring back uh, Pochettino. He's gone, mate, forever. <laughs> Bring back Pochettino, man, and give him some money as well. If he does come back, give him some money as well, like you gave Mourinho. You know what I'm saying? Because Mourinho's got loads of money. He's had money to spend. At the beginning of the season, he was saying, "Yeah, I'm happy with my squad. I've got the players to do stuff." But then it's not happening for him. What do you yeah. think? Your attacking midfield looks like. Are you playing Delhi again? Who, Delhi Ali? Yeah, because he looked wicked the other night. Yeah, but he needs he needs a Pochettino to put an arm around him. He needs someone to tell oh, him he's no, good. I just mean this weekend, though. Like, would you would you? Start oh, would him? I play him? Nah, no. nah, nah. He's not in the right headspace. Yeah. I wouldn't play Ali. Nah, I'll play Lamella. I'll play Lamella definitely, and I'll play Son obviously, um, and Mora. I'll play them, man. Yeah, I'll so play them. Man. Just running back the Man City team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only because them man were playing well. Them man were playing well. Um, they played West Brom, I think, and they they look good. Obviously, it's West Brom, so the levels ain't. But they look good, and I think they've just been knocked a bit because Man City's quality. Let's not get that Talking muddled about up. Fitness as well, obviously. Gareth Bale was there. Yeah. He ain't been training a lot. No. Let me get a lot of time. No. But in the last couple of games, he's come on the pitch. He looked all right. After. Do you think? Yeah, I thought when he came on against Man City, he looked actually one of the, like your most creative players when he came on against City, and obviously he did a madness the other night in Europe against Wolfsburg, Wolfsburger King. Yeah. So in that sense, Bell. For me, you like you like Lamella and um, yeah, I think Lucas Lam over Bale still. Yeah, right now today, yeah, because Bell's headspace is he feeling it? Is he confident in himself? I don't think he is, and I think Mourinho's got a big part in that as well. I don't think Mourinho's putting his arm around him and telling him how good he is and yeah, come and you can do it. Mm. And I think he's worried about injuries a lot. He's not making them bursting runs. He's not yeah. taking on players. Yeah. Ping, that, ping that ball through. Yeah, yeah. 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 He weren't even trying to. I think the Celso gets in ahead of Bell, doesn't he? Yeah, all day long. Yeah. all day, all day long. Is he injured? So yeah, um, Bell. A couple players out actually. Lo Celso, Regulon. Is Regulon still out? Yeah, he's not. He's not fit. Not fit. <laughs> yeah, so it's a lot. It's a lot going on at Tottenham, but. Um, get Bell fit, get not even fit, but get him match fit and get him confident. That's what, what's what these players rely on, confidence, in my opinion. Right, Logan, what do you think the score's going to be, mate? Um, what do I think the score's going to be? Think, what do you think? Not what you want. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, no Lanzini. <laughs> Lanzini won't even play. Um, He'll come on in the 80th minute <laughs> yeah. if, it, if he's needed. <laughs> I think that I think Spurs will win two 0 You think Spurs will win two 0 Yeah. Are you out of your mind? No. <laughs> what makes you think that they're going to win two 0 Because we are due a correction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In our form. Yeah. Everyone's massively overperforming. Um, Spurs got a bit of confidence. Yo. 
Spurs got a bit of confidence the other night in Europe. And um, I think that'll stand them in good stead, even though they got slapped about by City. So you're taking the, the, the taking into consideration they won a game 4-0. You don't think that they'll be tired from that? Nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. No they didn't have to work at all in that game. Um, and I think that they've got players that want to make a statement. I think Mourinho wants to make a statement. You know, they need to turn their season around. Um, uh, Harry Kane's back. I know he's not 100%, but he's still Harry Kane. I'm terrified of Kane and Son. Um, and this is a bad mentality, you know. This is no. Nah, you know what? I don't think it's a bad I get, mentality. I think, like, it's, I get, like, yeah. I think he's being it a realist. Be the reality I of think the he's being a realist. Yeah, going back to our game form. against Liverpool, we turned up and didn't put any work in. We didn't press them. We let them play with the ball, and they ended up tearing us apart because they had more quality than us. After us looking brilliant for a, a good stretch. So for me, I think that there's a big possibility that we can turn up and not put Spurs under pressure when they're in possession. If we lose possession, I think there's a big possibility that we can not put the work in off the ball to show for the ball. Um, I'm very interested to know what formation we play because... If we play three at the back with the two fullbacks filling, I'll be a lot more confident than just playing a flat back four. Because as I said, I'm scared of them getting in around the flanks, around the side. And I'm also scared of them having any space in front of our back four as well. Because, you know, Harry Kane is not just a number nine bang 20 goals a season striker. He's getting... He's an assist man He's getting well. 15 assists he's a season assist as well. He's as well. He's, exactly. like, he's a savage mate. <laughs> So I might, savage, them two complement each other so well. I might sound they? pessimistic, but this is what I'm worried about. Yeah, it's not what I hope's going to happen. Yeah, but these are the threats that I'm very aware of going into the Spurs. So do do do, do, do West Ham two like? nil Spurs? He said two nil right, Spurs. Right, right. So do West Ham go into this game like they've been playing and, and play for the win, or do you play Rice and Diop next to each other and? Like try and just shut up shop and no, get them, get them on the counter. No, I like I, I like us playing three at the back. I like us playing Johnson and um, Fredericks. Uh, I play Cresswell, Dawson, and probably Sufal in there. So we've got some width as well. Um, and I would like to see Lingard and Bowen play off Antonio. I think that. I think that we can absorb then. I feel like if we really work hard as well, because we have the benefit of, you know, no midweek game and Spurs have played. I don't think they're going to be blowing after that match. Like I, was, I was pissed that they were coasting through that match. I wanted them to have a hard match yeah. and be blowing after that Euro Europa game. But I feel like if we can tire Spurs out, there's a potential of our very good, fast counter-attacking team. Didn't they have quick, to go quick, to quick Budapest question. or somewhere to play that game quick question, last night as quick well? Question. Yeah, it was Bucharest. Yeah. Yeah. Quick question, right? Um, They'll be tired. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, come on. It's, They'll be it's, tired. It's, it's, a, it's, a day, it's Thursday, Saturday football. Um, do, you think, do you think Cresswell mm. deserves a call-up? In a squad? Yeah. Definitely in a squad. What do you reckon, T? I think Dawson deserves a call-up in a squad. Oh, I'm that. not sure about that. But... Cresswell. Dawson like, is so no, solid. But let's, bro. let's, let's, we'll get back to Dawson, oh. but Cresswell, like, the guy's assist rate this season, mm. outrageous. Like, the guy's sitting top of fantasy for points, right? Like, 
I think like it's a he no-brainer. Puts in such I think it's a, a no-brainer. Cross. I think it's a no-brainer that like where we've had a problem on the left side there, right? Mm. That's that's now Luke Shaw and Aaron Creswell fighting S- for that place. So my only issue with Creswell is on his own as a left back, he is not equipped defensively. Yeah. His delivery of a cross from the left is sensational. The curve he gets, the way that that ball sort of just whips in in between the six yard and the penalty box, keeper can't risk going for it. It's great, you know, great. I'd love to see like world class strikers on the end of them balls. Um, but defensively, I worry about him. So formation wise, you'd have to accommodate him in that. Yeah. He couldn't just slap him in as no, as I, left back. I don't think a, he could be number one, right? Yeah, yeah. But I definitely think, right, like. He offers something different to every mm. other fullback, not left. Or he's like he's like he's yeah. like a left-sided Trent, but maybe a bit more experienced. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, well, Trent's played at a much higher level as well, so there's there's that difference in experience. No, like, but I feel like Trent's a calamity, mate. Trent's a, Trent's a walking. Trent's a, like listen, mm. like you 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 target Trent. If you go Liverpool, you don't go down the right. But if I okay, if I'm honest with you, having watched Cresswell for the last couple of years, he's got that in him as well. If he's if he's isolated on his own at yeah. left left yeah. back, yeah. The reason why he's shining now is he's playing on the left of a three, yeah, or he's playing. Um, yeah, on the left of the three with the support and the cover yeah. because he's got Ben Johnson or um, oh, bloody hell, who else do we oh, Ben Johnson's a baller, by the way. Yeah, wicked, yes. wicked, Ben wicked. Johnson's a baller, by I the way. Over that. He's, he's got such cover. A good and as soon as we started playing that, him having the defensive cover, the extra man in there, he's looked way more solid. Well, obviously, because he's got an extra man in there. And he just hasn't been as exposed as much. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So moving on. Moving on to the next game. Right. Let's. uh, Hang on. Wait. Did I give you a prediction for this game? No. You you given a prediction for this game. No. Uh, You two. No. 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 no, uh, Right. Go on, T. Quickly. Let's get it done. Have you got? You. No. I'm gonna have a think. All right. Sweet. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. One all. I'm going three one West Ham. Wow. Yeah. I'm going one all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going one all. I just think Tottenham, are, yeah, that is, it's a full Harry hope, Kane that, scores. That 4-0. Harry Kane scores. Yeah, that 4 0. Like, no, no, Harry Kane that, scores. That 4 0 has made, is going to make I some of your comfortable. Listen. Some of your players are going to think we're bad, man, because we just won 4 0 in Budapest. Or aye, Bucharest. Aye, listen to this. Harry like, Kane scores and Suchek scores. Look, look, forget who scores, right? We're nah, nah, get, nah, that's it. We gotta get through these games. So, but <laughs> but let's be real quick with this one. Burnley versus West Brom. We'll start with Bruiser. Go on, Bruce. But. Burnley versus West Brom. Burnley. Right. You got a score? Got a score? Go on. He's saying 2-0 he to Burnley. Logan, Burnley, West Brom. 1-0 Burnley. Tiggs? I'm going to go 1-0 Burnley. I'm going to yeah. go 1-0 West Brom. Ooh. Right. The next game. So we've done Liverpool. Everton. Next game. This is a, this is a bloody big <laughs> game, this one. Fulham versus uh, at home to Sheffield United. Um, this is a, a bottom three clash. Fulham really need to um, they need to win this game I'll, I'll kick things off I'm going to go with a 2-1 Fulham win Tiggs 2-0 Fulham Logues uh, Sheffield United 2-1 Ooh Bruce yeah, Fulham all day Fulham Fulham, Fulham What's Fulham. the score Fulham 1-0 1-0 Fulham Right we've done West Ham Spurs Aston Villa versus Leicester oh, yeah, I think it's going to be a Ooh. walker 
Yeah. Ooh, that's a corker. Midlands. That is a fucking corker. It is. And because Villa are at home as well. And Leicester, uh, listen, th- th- this is a game for you, man. This I'll is... be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, right? You see Villa, they they got a steal with Martinez. Do you know that? And Arsenal, Massive, yeah. Arsenal, I don't know why Arsenal stuck with Leno. Leno. Because Leno's not better than Martinez. No, he's not. No he's, way. Martinez is right now. Martinez is probably one of the best keepers in the league. Most underrated. I, I would flying, say top three. He's flying well high in the. If um, you're going on form, right if you're going on form, I would say top three. Facts. Form and potential. Facts. Top three. Facts. Facts. Right. So, um, as yeah, right, Leicester. What am I starting on this? Go on, yeah, you yeah. start. Right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with what I've. My gut, I've, I've done this in my fantasy, so I'm going to go with Leicester to win, mm. right? Um, Aston Villa have had loads of upsets this season. They've upset loads of teams, but I don't think that they're going to keep Jamie Vardy out. So I've left Konza on my bench. Um, and Martinez is on my bench as well. And I've stuck with Nick Pope this week. So um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with definitely, um, I'm going to go Leicester. Leicester 3-1, no. Leicester 2, Leicester 2 nil. Leicester 2 nil. 2 nil. Leicester. Loads, yeah. what are you saying? Harvey Barnes for England. Same, I actually think your score will be the same. I think 2 nil. 2 nil to Leicester. 2 nil. Leicester, Bruce? Yeah, I reckon Leicester got that in the bag, mate. Score? I reckon, I reckon that they'll scrape it. It'll be like a tight game and last minute winner from Leicester. Vardy or, or one of in them, the man. Behind, yeah. In it, running in yeah. behind, or, Bam. or Harvey Barnes, Barnes doing his, or, yeah. his magical weave and slapping yeah, last in the bottom corner. Leicester, man. Well, I'm going to go with a 2-1 Villa win. I think they're going to do United a favour. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, I think they will. Thank you. Right, moving swiftly on, uh, belter of a game. I just want to big up Ndidi as well, because he's had a brilliant season. Yeah, Ndidi has. Yes. In, Ndidi's the new Angolo Kante, you know. I think Ndidi's been solid for the last three, four years, really. Mm. Right, um, next, so this is the second corker of the weekend. We've got Arsenal at home to Man City. I can't wait to watch this game, I swear to God. They're going to get so spun. I'll start 4-0 Man City. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> Trust me. You said that with some vim. Yeah. <laughs> it's go one on, Logs, go on, Logs. 2-0 Man City, don't even get out of second gear, coasting. Bruce? Yeah, Man City, yeah, definitely. What's the score? Go on, give us the scoreline. 3-0. 3-0. So we've had 2-0, 3-0 and 4-0. I can't see pa- I can't see past City. Can't see past them. Um and I see City playing playing Arsenal into submission, right? So I'm I'm definitely seeing like um I'm gonna say a 4-1. 4-1, right. Right, um last game on a Sunday, seven o'clock kickoff, Manchester United at home at Newcastle United. So fixture that's thrown up some classics. Let's start with the United fan in the building. Hitman. 4-0. United. 4-0, yeah? 4-0. We're going to get our legendary score. If you're a United fan, you know 4-0 is the real deal. Jesus. Logan. I think it's going to be 1-0 to United and it will be a stinker. Yeah, like a 90th minute VAR decision or a penalty. Bruno Fernandes, no problem. Jeez, Bruiser, what are you telling I'm, I'm me? I'm saying um, Newcastle, you know. I reckon Newcastle are going to do their stuff. Seven o'clock kickoff as well. Late, late, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like I'm that. Not, like, I'm Sunday, not really liking you lot Sunday evening. Time, you, know? you see you two, yeah? Behave <laughs> yourselves. I'm, I'm, right. I'm going to go over one all draw. So, <laughs> yeah. You lot are all pagans, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, do you know what, Logs? Don't yeah, worry, nah. I'll buy you a drink for that, mate. Right, we got... Don't even drink, I'll buy you a, a soft juice. <laughs> right, we got we got one more game. One more game to judge. Um, Brighton versus uh, Crystal Derby, Palace. Yeah, they say it's a derby, but... It, it is a derby. It's a rival. Mate, I live in Caterham and, and, and Fort Neve's up the road. He's always and doing Bright, And me. Brighton's 100 miles that way. So Bruv, I don't know how it's a derby. It's the closest <laughs> thing. It's the closest thing to a derby that I Brighton s- have got. It's mad. It's mad. Because Brighton is more like a you South like Coast Brighton, derby. You say Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yeah, Southampton. Like, it's closer. Crystal Palace is closer than Bournemouth. Poss- yeah, probably... You're, 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 you know, I'm going to look it up on Google Maps now because it's just a bit of a mad thing, really. This is just common knowledge, mate. I heard this from John Watson. I like I like Brighton in this game because Palace are looking absolutely abjectly terrible at the moment. Ropey. They're playing they're Probably playing no, sit back defensive football and still losing. Is Zaha back? Um let's have a look. Oh, is he still injured? Oh long for man. See the thing is, right? Palace's re- Palace's um record without Zaha. Is outrageous. His pants. Zaha still sidelined for Palace. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm he's off the end of the season as well. He's, he's already said, didn't he? He's um, said he wants it. Still wants to open show. to he, a move. Yeah, but he said yeah. he wants to show his kids medals when they grow up, and he ain't gonna get that at Palace. And we've been probably talking about Zaha moving. You see, when we sold Hazard, I thought if we get Zaha, I'll be more than happy. I will happily spend sixty-five mill on Zaha and get him in because he was scary I'm going to call this one I'm going to call this one a, a, a one all, right I'm going to call this one a one all, and Eze is going to be the Palace hero to save them I like Eze a lot right who, who have we not who have I'm we say, not I'm saying Brighton yeah Palace ain't doing nothing they ain't saying nothing none so yeah all day Pal- um, Brighton Score? I reckon it's going to be like a calm win for Brighton, you know, like 2-0, two, two something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I reckon, yeah. Logs? Oh, sorry, I already said Brighton. Yeah, he did say Brighton. Um, Scoreline? 2-0. 2-0. Uh, I'll go for one all, one all draw on that one. Right, we'll have to see what the scores are over the weekend and see who got them right and who got them wrong. Would you win? And shake, mate. That's what you win. Hey. All right. And shake, and maybe a magnum. That's what we do need to. I think what we'll do is we'll probably start it next season, where we're going to get a league table going on, and we'll do the predictions, and it'll be like one point for getting the correct winner, whether it's win, lose, or draw, and then three points for correct scoreline. So we'll probably get that get that going next season, man. Large up me United gang in the building, you know. Are you mean? Are you up with silent callers? No one. Are you mean? No one. We've got like around five minutes. Have we got five? We haven't nah, got we're, 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 like we're over time. Over time. We're over time. Yeah. We so hit that last prediction right on the button. Definitely. What do you chaps think about the um, Fergie time now? The Champions League games being played in different countries. Do you feel like it should be a one-off game? Because no. it's a bit, it's a bit mad, isn't it? It's two away games, really. I'll be honest with you, right? I'll be honest with you. Because of because of what happened last season and how they had to readjust, yeah. I don't think it's fair that they um, they don't get to play the two games. So if it's two away games, like it doesn't matter because there's no fans anyway. So mm. like it's just two games getting played. But they're travelling on top of all the back-to-back yeah, games. So what's the actual reasoning behind the... I think it's whether it's a red-listed country. So ah, so if you can't go to the country... Yeah, and you have to quarantine, then obviously that but you can't. But if the other team is in a... 
a country that's all right, then you can Yeah, it. then it should be fine. What yeah. if you're company like, so we're red listed, obviously. Yeah. Can we still like, you know Germany can, can our players still go yeah, to our it? players can still our, go because yeah. we're in the bubble yeah I feel like that's a, I feel like that's an unfair advantage then yeah because is. yeah there's no fans but you got the comfort of you're playing in your own facilities Facts, there's no yeah. travel training grounds right there you can you're, you're prepping until the game yeah, yeah I don't like that you know what I'm gonna say yeah I'm gonna say I'm giving Manchester City an outside shot for this year in the Champions mm. League because I feel like there's not much going on. I, I feel like there's no pressure on them yeah, as well because yeah. you're not looking at them like, yeah. yeah, they've got to win the Champions League now. Nah. You know what I mean? Well, like, I don't and think anyone's got, really talking. And they got a solid like back line now. Mm. Like the back line there, like, is very very serious. So. Yeah, yeah they, giving they, them an outside shot. They they don't have an obsession like the billionaire like relating to the billionaire owner thing. They don't have an obsession with winning the Champions League like Chelsea did before we won it. It was yeah. an obsession, mm. the changing of guard all the time. And, and yeah. also, who are they going to replace Pep with? Nah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, well, who are we going to bring in that's going to do better than Pep here? Like, he's, he's got a project. I understand that. Mm. Um, and I just feel like, like I said, you know, we looked at City breaking records of points and stuff and flying and their squad that they had and you thought yeah they've got to win Champions League they've got this season they've got you know they've been missing some of their marquee players Facts. but like you said man that are kind of under the radar players are stepping up and having great seasons Facts. and I think that they will have less pressure to just go and mm. deliver and be consistent in Champions League because like, you know I'm gonna definitely concur with what you're saying mm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns on that one and say Keep an eye on City in this year's Champions League. Keep an eye on them I've because they're 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 um they're dark horses dark, this yeah. year. But I think like what sets Pep sort of away from the rest now is that he came and Man City were successful and then they've dropped below Liverpool for a good mm. couple of seasons. Even though they won it uh, and lost it last season, they dropped below them. And Pep's proven that he can come to the Premier League. His team could be second or third best, but he's brought them back again. Do you yeah. know what I think? That and Klopp, Klopp, we have to see if Klopp can do that. I think, right, that that is, like, I always knew that this was going to be a problem season for Liverpool, right? Because as a United fan, staying at the top, right, I always know that teams usually have three-year cycles, mm. right? Mm. And Liverpool had... Off the caffeine, yeah. yeah <laughs> Liverpool had three two-year cycles. Uh, Liverpool had their two years where they should have won the league, but they yeah. didn't. And then they had their final year where they did win the league, right? Yeah. So basically, that was their three-year cycle. And they haven't changed their team since over yeah. that three years. So I feel like Liverpool was always going to have a tough season this season. And the injuries and are just it, a madness. Yeah, it's just the way it goes. It's just the way it goes. It's very bad luck what's happened to I Liverpool. don't think there should be any pressure on Klopp. You look at the performance no. of uh, you know, the, the squad and the players he's missing. Yeah, and no, the, Klopp, the, the fact that this is a myth as Klopp's well this, this season. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't think you can look at him like, oh, they've been terrible champions or he's done a bad job, that he's, it was a fluke or whatever. Nah, nah it's rubbish, man. He, no, he assembled a, a, a good squad. Do you know what I mean? When that, when that team's fit, that got. team is going to be a madness again. Yeah. You know? So and they will, they will add players in the summer. They will. Facts. And like you said, Thiago is going to take a little minute to adjust. He's going to do well though. Once yeah, once he great. gets once he gets his two mates behind beside him, yeah, he's going to do well. And Diego Jota, who's injured, they're at the missing moment. him yeah, the most. Like what a signing that was! Top signing. 
And what was yeah, that like, 44 mil? Yeah. Like, and you, you look at Klopp already, he's gone from, oh, well, you sold Coutinho. All right, cool. I've rebuilt the team already. Yeah. Next thing now, brought in Jota. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I think I'm confident that, that Liverpool will continue competing. Right. We're wrapping things up. Yeah, let's wind up. Let's wind down, wind down. I'm going to chat to them, man. Right, um, Logan, thank you for coming down, bruv. It's been a pleasure. Really respect thank you. that. We enjoyed it. Right, Def- Logan, I think we're, we're Logan, definitely... Logan, def- top guest, mate, top guest. We're definitely thank having well, Logan back. Well done. Well done with your West Ham thing as well, bruv, because do you know what? I treated you like a novice, bruv, yeah? And I phoned T. Yeah. I said, T, don't go too hard on Logan. You see, next time you come here, bruv, yeah? Well, they, well, yeah. In the, in the general like level of questions that you've asked everybody else... They were no, they were not bad. No, they were up there though. They were, they were up the first were four. They about, yeah. I wanted yeah. you. I, I really, I really should have stuck with my guns because I knew you was a season ticket man. Yeah. So I should have stuck with my guns and I should have given it. Yeah, I should have, should have aimed two barrels at ya, but we only aimed one. Well, that's, <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. Right. Um, pillars are on next. They're coming through. Gonna set up, and we're gonna skedaddle and be gone. So, um, yeah, of course, don't forget, we'll be back in two weeks' time with another guest, another 10 at 10, and more football chattery and chattings and everything that's going on and, and everything else. And we hope to get your calls next time, Tiggs, that we need to promo the show a bit better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Don't worry, it's all good anyway. Yeah. We, we, we said it was a, this was like a test season for us. We're, we're, we're like... Um, the player coming from abroad playing his first season, but you'll give it a season. Uh, you well, know. We come from, we've just come from Germany to England, bro. That's it. So this we're finding a feet. This is the show. This is what happens, bro. It's hard. It's hard over here. I'll be honest with you. And that's it. Right. Old tight pillars up next, and we're out. We'll be at, we'll be back in four weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. No, four weeks. Four You're weeks, right. Yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. Sweet.
Mau, 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 mau. 